Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is my fault. <laughs> and I'm Jen. This is not my fault. Excellent. <laughs> How are you doing, Jen? It's, I'm doing great. It's been. I think it's been a while since it has. the last time we. Because you you have been you've been a guest co-host before. I have, and it's been fantastic. Um, what can you tell us about what you've been up to since then? Oh, um, too many things. Let's see. I'm still working on ResistBot. We we have a Twitter bot that goes with it now where you can now share your open letters. Oh. Uh, so it tags your reps. Uh, so it sort of publicly shames them a little <laughs> bit uh, with your beautiful prose. So, so that's happening. And mm-hmm. then uh, I'm getting ready to go to London and Berlin. So Incredible. that'll be really fun. Yeah. So uh, if listeners, uh, if this airs before my trip, tell me where I should go eat. Where have you have you been to London or Berlin before? I've been to London. I've never been to Berlin. I mean, I've so. just I've that whole I've I've been to I've been to London. If you count whatever airport it was, I went to before I went to Paris, but I didn't I didn't leave the airport. So that was was the airport food good there? I, I don't think I had anything there. Mm. I don't you know I, honestly I think our entire layover was spent getting from one point to another because it was whatever it was the huge one like. Pedro? Almost, yes, almost certainly. Which was, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. That's probably the biggest airport I've ever seen. Yeah. You are walk there, a couple miles in there. Yeah. Are there larger airports in the world? Maybe. <laughs> we don't know. We, 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 we just, there's no way to find out. Nope. And I refuse to, I refuse to research it. We're like, not Googling all. this. All right, very good. I think perhaps it is time for us to introduce our guest. Our guest for this episode. You know, I, something that I've noticed that I do is that I always introduce them as my excellent friend, Blank. But yep. you know what? I just have a lot of excellent friends. You do. I'm fucking leaning into this. My excellent friend, David. Thank you for introducing me in the proper way that I demanded to my writer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm David Brothers. I You maybe know me from Twitter at Hermanos. I've got all the bad jokes. Uh, I used to work for Image Comics. I currently work for Viz Media doing manga. And I also do podcasts with friends at the Culturally Appropriate Podcast. Which, by the way, I am I'm behind on, but I, I am a steadfast listener. If if one could call oneself that. Absolutely. After admitting to be like behind. But like I just finished the Black Panther episode. Oh, right? yeah. That's yeah. a long one. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, my, it's funny, especially for somebody who makes a podcast. My podcast listening time has like decreased dramatically ever since like I just like I don't have a commute. Mm-hmm. So I don't like go, you know, like I, I, I listen to my podcast when I'm going for grocery walks or if I'm like cleaning the house or doing dishes. Um, but, you know, like none of those things take super long. So it takes me a long time to get through an episode of something. And the problem is people keep making more podcasts. <laughs> oh, luckily we were late. So. <laughs> but no, I'm in the same boat because all my podcast listening time is like podcast making time now. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd imagine most people have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I I think so. I think so. Speaking of podcasts, if you are new to this show, here's what's going on. For the past decade, I've been writing down every straight idea I've ever had, the moment I had it, which has resulted in a vast pile, hundreds deep. That's a lot of ideas. Are they good ideas? Is this a normal amount of ideas for one person to even have? More importantly, are there any ideas in the pile that someone else could pick up and run with? 
To answer these questions, Jen and I have invited David to dig through the heap and see what looks good for your entertainment, horror, or maybe even inspiration. Seriously, if you hear something you like, just grab it and go. I just want credit. Maybe a cut. <laughs> so what is what is the first thing that we have? Uh, we have 101, a series of 90-second explainers on things like re- reverse racism delivered by celebrities. Okay, right. This is, this is a new one. So um, I, I, I just logged this one a little while ago, so I know, I know what it is. Like, you, you know how, like, whenever somebody tries to, you know, you would try to t- explain something, like, like reverse racism isn't a thing, right? To somebody who doesn't fucking get it. But, but it's, at the same time, it's not your fucking job to, like, do that work, right? Like, we have come to this point where it's sort of like, I, this is not my job to do this. But then whose job is it, right? Like, you want to point them at something to be like, here, just read this thing. But you know they're not going to do it. Like, if you could instead just point them to, like, here's a 90-second YouTube video. Or just, like, a video you could just, you know, like, append to a tweet. That's like, here's what it is. But the thing is that it has to be delivered by somebody that they will actually listen to. So it needs, like, you basically get, like, celebrities from all walks of life all to explain the same basic set of topics so that, you know, you could be like, you know, here's why reverse racism isn't real from fucking, I don't know, Billy Ray Cyrus or, <laughs> or, or, or like, I don't know, or, or Chris Pratt or, you know, like, like just uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, so, you know, like, but, but, they're, but they're all working from the same, the same script, so they all have the same message. So there would be, it would be a series. I, what I picture is like a YouTube channel mm. that where like each one of the, of the um, of like their sort of sub-channels or sub-playlists is like a different topic with like here's systemic racism or reverse racism or like here's why vaccines are real, <laughs> um, climate change, you know what I mean? So that just like, and none of them are longer than 90 seconds. And so like you, you could just get this out there and then... You know, that way, like, you don't have to do the work and nobody has to read. Like, you, you don't have to point somebody to, like, a 12-minute medium read. It's like, no, 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 here it is. That's all. A minute and a half of your time with somebody famous that you like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. What, I mean, does this sound like a good idea? I want to add more bread and circuses to it. Okay. Uh, the celebrities who are reading all these ideas have to uh, freestyle those 90 seconds to prove <laughs> they actually get it. <laughs> and we're also going to pull from celebrities who have been guilty of either claiming or like doing crappy things in the past. Yeah. So it's part of their uh, penance to get back in the yeah. spotlight. Oh, I like it. Yes. That okay. way it's funny and informative. <sighs> That's good. That's very good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the problem is that I also see that there, there, like, there would need to be like animation and like mm. stuff, you know, like they're explaining concepts and things. So like we would need, A, we, a, we would need access to a bunch of celebrities, but B, you would also have to have a budget for like all the production stuff. So that, that's the part that I have yet to figure out is the execution. But again, one this, of your listeners might have that budget. This, yeah. this podcast is not about the execution. It's just about the idea. I get the idea <laughs> out there then somebody else picks it up and they run with it. And, uh, yes. Awesome. All right. Great. Yes. Great. What? What else? Uh, let's see. Convention Voltron. Is there anything in the notes field? There is nothing in the notes. Okay. <laughs> okay. We have run into... We've run into... Um, what was that? All right. Convention Voltron is... Uh, oh, it's clearly something that I thought of while I was at San Diego Comic-Con. And I think what it might be, if I'm remembering it correctly, here's the problem, is that the spreadsheet only has limited date information. So, like, some, some like a few years ago, I, I hit, like, the bright idea of, like, I should put the year 
or like, you know, like just some, some indication of like when I had this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I log that in the spreadsheet. But the ones that don't have a date could be anywhere from a few years to like a decade old. Mm-hmm. So my memory is real shitty. But I think what it is is like something where it's like you are an organization that wants to exhibit at Comic Con, um, but you don't have the money for like a big booth, so you get like a bunch of little booths that are all like vaguely co-located geographically, and somehow you combine them to make like a. St- I, the, that's the part that I don't. <laughs> that's the part that I don't know. The height like, comes from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like wh- wh- I don't know what the, what convention Voltron. Like that's my best guess. I don't know. It do makes think? sense. I yeah. mean, either that or it's like a Voltron that you saw at a convention sparked some ideas. <laughs> I mean, there's some pretty impressive ones that I've seen, like with the robotics and like... It's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I will say Voltron is lowercase. Okay. In the, in the mm-hmm. name. In the so. name. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I think that it's something like a booth made of made of smaller booths okay. somehow. But I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure how that would work. Because like then you would still end up paying for all the... Yeah. Maybe but you're splitting the cost. Mm. But you're also quadrupling your costs. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. This is last words. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is a mystery for past John. That's a rare moment on this show. A mystery that past John left for present John, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Someone can crack that economic yeah, model yeah. to make it cost-effective to, to make a booth at a smaller booth. I, you know, I mean... Maybe six people buy a booth meant for four, four people. Yeah. Oh. Or you should use negotiation tactics of, yeah. like, look at how many more people you're going to cram into this space. Yes, that could be it. Yeah. All right, what's next? What's next? Uh, let's talk about Conspiracy Theory Rap Song. Okay, here's what I remember, is that I wanted to write a rap song about conspiracy theories. That's about as far as I got. Do you have a favorite conspiracy theory? <laughs> I, I, I don't. I think it was a. I think it was supposed to be a song about how conspiracy theories are really stupid. Oh. Um. But I don't remember. Like I must have had like a verse or maybe a chorus somewhere. Is there, it, 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 it doesn't happen to be in the notes field, does it? Yeah. It says, "See the notebook." Oh God! Which is an All incredible right. note to write. In the notes <laughs> <field>. <laughs> <laughs> so like before, so here's what here's 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 what that means is that like uh, that means it's an old one because what I used to do was I would carry a small notebook around with me and then like it had dedicated pages for different things like there was one page in it that was just for grocery lists and then like you know like when I filled that up I would move to a new blank page and label that one grocery list it was like a it, it was my version of a methodology called getting things done that like is like actually pretty useful mm-hmm. um, so one of these one of the sets of pages was ideas so that was why you know like I'd rip out a notebook I would just write it down and then it would be done um, so clearly there must be lyrics in in one of these notebooks somewhere which I think I might yet own like I think I but like I don't know if that I, I can picture it in my mind like I have like a small stack of these notebooks but I don't remember if it survived my last move so it's possible that there is somewhere out there in the world a, a small stack of notebooks filled with amazing knowledge in handwriting nobody will ever be able to crack. <laughs> uh, that, you know, is just, that's just going to be, be out there. Yeah, I, it, was definitely, it was definitely a rap song about how dumb conspiracy theories are. That might be a first. <laughs> I chose this one because I love rap music and there are a lot of really bad and or good conspiracy theory rap songs. Ah. Uh, 
Do you know Behold the Pale Horse? No. Uh, it's. I'm pretty sure it's super anti-Semitic in hindsight, but it's about the end of the world coming in the year 2000. Okay. okay. Uh, that really ruined rap music towards the end of like, the 90s. Because <laughs> either someone read it or found the Cliff Notes or something. Buster Rhymes's uh, Extinction Level Event was influenced oh. by that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun stuff going on in rap music. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I definitely I think I think what it was was it was inspired by having um, had have you guys had this like where you like you know somebody who's driving your cab or or I mean I guess these days it'd be like your Lyft or your Uber who like you're just having a normal conversation and suddenly they just drop like the most insane conspiracy theory bullshit on you as though it's just normal. Yes, like yeah. I, I had chemtrails. My my guy was a chemtrails guy <laughs> oh. who was yeah. Um, and that was, you know, we had been talking about the weather, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the, you know, like yada yada." And the chemtrails haven't been too bad lately. And like the, the what? <laughs> what are those? Oh, you know, the chemtrails. Like they drop them out of uh, out of planes. That's like, and he just listed a bunch of chemicals, and it's like, yeah, it's the uh, they do it to control your mind. Oh, really? So like the rest of the ride was me just kind of like getting the download on chemtrails for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was this was easily like. I mean, like, easily a decade ago, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was... What was yours? Uh, I got... Actually, last year at C2E2, I got a pyramid scheme guy. Oh. Or co-marketing, whatever. Yeah, the, multi-level. The fancy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was explaining it to me in the back seat. I was like, huh, that's really interesting. It sounds really familiar. <laughs> it was like off-brand Amway or something. Oh, like, wow. like a sports entertainment twist. Oh. Yeah. They just keep redressing that up in different ways. Yeah. What was what was yours? Oh, my mine was a California secessionist. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. I wanted to, like, that whole thing about, like, California becoming its own country. Yeah. Yeah. Were they the left wing secessionists or right wing? The right wing secessionists. Oh man! Oh, yeah. man. oh so. man! Yep. <laughs> but I couldn't tell for a while. It yeah. Was really hard. <laughs> it was only like once they started. Well, this is a weird thing, like because it could really go either way. They started preaching about the evils of Silicon Valley, and I'm like, I don't know what side of yeah. the political spectrum. <laughs> like this could be either. So yeah. Yeah, driving through North Carolina uh, to Oregon, there's a lot of billboards with, like, really nonsensical messages mm-hmm. that are from the secessionists. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you shouldn't put up a billboard where someone has to stop and think about it while they're going 70 miles an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have the same beef with people who put bumper stickers on the back of their car with print that's too small to yes. read. Yeah. Like, why? You're asking for tailgaters. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. about it. It's like the kind of thing where it's like you can only have that. It's like this is designed to be experienced in the parking lot of a grocery store. In which case, if, if it's got some bullshit on it, then somebody's going to vandalize your car. Anyway, <laughs> I, I've thought, yeah, bumper sticker usability. Yep. Which is worse, that or the wall of bumper stickers? <sighs> like where someone couldn't just pick one thing to be dedicated to? Yeah, but the people who do the wall of bumper stickers tend to pick like pretty conventional ones. So like you've seen them all before. <laughs> yeah. And so if they have the wall, you're like, yeah, I recognize these like yeah, six like, oh, or seven. Coexist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> coexist, Bernie, yeah. Oh, I, okay. I've had an idea just occur to me. Yeah. <laughs> which is... um. I would I would want to watch a game show where um, you've got a panel of three people and they're presented with a picture of a car that is a wall of bumper stickers and then those people like each one of them like they've got like a minute to think about it and then they like try to 
like they try to like guess what the person who drives that car is like like mm-hmm. what like what do they look like what's their job like what's their whole deal and whoever gets the closest wins a prize I, I, I would watch that yeah same is this something that you would have to um, you'd have to limit to non-professionals so like like for instance like a, a, an FBI profiler for instance couldn't participate honestly in I would show. want him on the first episode <laughs> just to see how bad it would yeah. be yeah yeah <laughs> Because what if all this profiling stuff is nonsense? Right. Exactly. And you find out because you see, like, the P and Calvin sticker, and you're like, this is obviously, like, a large redneck man, and then yeah. it's not. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. How many armchair Sherlock's do you think we could drag out? So many. Just to, like, oh, my God. Internet. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> everyone is an armchair Sherlock. I mean, that's true. <laughs> Let's see. Next idea. Mm. Drunk Warhammer history. Mm. Okay. I'll admit that this one has... This one is a bit more niche. This one This one is mostly from my buddy Nick. Um, like, you get somebody fucking hammered. Mm-hmm. And then they have to... Like, they, they, they explain some part of Warhammer 40k to you. And then you make a video out of it. Like, uh, like Drunk History. Or like... Uh, like um, a video project of which I am intimately familiar, Tales from Ten Forward, which uh, is the drunk Star Trek version mm-hmm. of that. But so, yeah, because, like, Warhammer 40K is completely fucking insane. And, like, I think that it, it deserves that drunk history treatment. I am not familiar enough with it. I know that people with miniatures like to play it, but yes. I... That is my only awareness of Warhammer. What I have gathered from it, as a person who is sort of casually familiar with its canon, because of having played a lot of Space Hulk, <laughs> um, and having a, a very good friend who is, is, like, deep into that lore. What they've done is basically taken every fantasy and science fiction property and just kind of, like, given it a light coat of paint, and then it's just, it's just theirs now. Okay. Like, um, like it's got like you know there, there's cause there's like elves in it but there's also like cyborgs and like, like space and, marines and, and, yeah it's the space marines but there's also like zombies in it and there's like xenomorphs are in it um, and there's like chaos gods and like other dimensions and it, it's it's madness so yeah I think that it, it it's the kind of thing where you're like okay like get somebody drunk and then like have them explain. Uh, Literally any facet. How the magic coexists with the space. Yeah, or or just sort of like, how do you travel through space in this universe? Which is basically like, anyway, yes, it's it's nuts, and I I think that I think that it would be very entertaining. The problem is that like. Like, when we do Tales from Ten Forward, right? Like, we... With with Star Trek, there's at least... The costumes are relatively simple, you know? Like, you can buy those somewhere. Or you can just make a shitty version of it. But, like, Warhammer, like... Everybody is, like... Yeah, they're either, like, some kind of... They're either not human. Or they are human, but they're wearing, like, a 12-foot-tall powered armor suit. And so it's sort Mm. of like... Ah... The production budget. Yes. Yes. That's the part that I think would have... I'd have some trouble cracking. I think we have the same Nick in common, and I got sandwiched between him and a comics writer talking about Warhammer once. <laughs> and from my perspective, all Warhammer history sounds like fake history. So I think you should be able to like, get drunk and make up Warhammer history Yeah, as well. and it becomes canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because who would know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is plausible. Amazing. Let's see. King Koopa Yakuza tattoo. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I don't know anything about the specific iconography of Yakuza tattoos. Like, I don't, like, do they, 
are there specific tattoos for specific gangs? Are there specific tattoos for like where you are within an organization? Uh, I think it's personal, like it has personal meaning to you or mm-hmm. the things you've done. Mm-hmm. Right, that would make sense. Yeah. I, but so I want, I just want there to be a universe in which like somebody can get it, like a full on back yakuza tattoo that just is like King Coop. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just, I just want to see it, because <laughs> like, you know nobody would mess with that guy. That's true. It's like the. Um, the Tasmanian devil jackets that people used to wear in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All that tough Looney Tunes stuff was yeah. so cool back then. It was yeah. so cool. But, like, you don't mess with those people. Yeah. <laughs> did I read an article about that somewhere? Like, where did those originate? And, like, like who were they adopted by? Like, I... I think that they were bootlegs that were then uh, taken, like, back by the owners. Right? Yeah. Because there was uh, Black Bart back then, too. That's right. Yes. Which is oh, very hard to find Black Bar t-shirts on eBay, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think there would be somebody still, you know, still yeah. going at it. A strip cooking show. Okay. <laughs> yes. That sounds dangerous. It, in hindsight, it absolutely does. <laughs> I was imagining kind of American gladiators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically, it's a cooking show where the host teaches you to make something. But as they go through the recipe, they just gradually get more and more naked. Um... And that, yes, no, that would be extremely dangerous. I'm just thinking, like, any kind of heating element. <laughs> yeah, heating element, especially if it's, like... Knives. Yeah, hot grease. Uh, that, that that would be... Mm, could you use... Could you... Is it possible to get, like, an apron that's, like... And that's not clear? naked. Yeah, yeah, but I was thinking, like, a transparent apron. <laughs> it's still close. <laughs> it's still close. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe maybe you could get, you know, you get down to, like, the the cooking part in, like, in the sexy underwear, and then, like, the full-on nudity is, like, when they're... For the plating? S- for the plating and the serving. Yeah. yeah. Is it better that they're naked for the plating or for the very beginning of the recipe and then put on clothes as they go? Oh. I feel like that's a really difficult choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you would do is you would have two YouTube channels... Uh, where the same person does it both ways, and you see which one gets oh, more AB testing. testing it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I suppose it couldn't be. A, I mean, it'd be perfect for Pornhub, I guess. Um, which again, I mean, I'm sure that the, you know you would you would have you'd have plenty of analytics for that. Like, yeah. it could be done. There's an idea though, a cooking show for Pornhub. Yeah. It's, uh, there's got to yeah. be an audience there. There has to be. I mean, mm. practical skills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. The question is, when would the sex happen? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? After the meal. Yeah. Exactly. Well, but then people would, sh- would skip, you know, to the, to, the, to the end. Maybe they enjoy the informative content. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you would have to figure out some way to, like, work the sex in, like, interstitially. Oh, like, I got an idea. Mm. So, you know how on cooking shows, there's always, like, that part where you're waiting for something to bake and you have to, like, wait a long time. <laughs> That's when the sex happens. And then your food actually comes out of the oven in real time. That's amazing. I I have no words. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. We need funding immediately. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Does anybody have a terrible recommendation or an idea? Several, but they're all for my life. (laughs) (laughs) Those are even the best ones, though. (laughs) 
be late to more things because it's a power move. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's very Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> we all had a moment. We're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, Jen, you must have a terrible recommendation. Ooh, I have a terrible recommendation. This happened to me this week. Uh, if you uh, if you do what uh, has been referred to as shadow IT, uh, and you download <laughs> software without telling your IT department, uh, there's repercussions to that. So uh, that is a terrible recommendation that I would maybe not uh, encourage people to do. Noted. Now it's time for everybody to find out where to find everybody on the internet. Um, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram as ferociousj, the word ferocious, the letter J. I also have a newsletter, uh, tinyletter.com slash ferociousj. Uh, it's got collections of interesting articles I found on the internet, links to things I've made, and a couple of dedicated rambles, one of which I just call hashtag dad thoughts. I send it out when the show updates, and I guarantee it's exactly the kind of thing you can happily read over breakfast or while you are bored at work. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have a tiny letter as well. Tinyletter.com slash superdavidbros, like Super Mario Bros. Ah, Very nice. Um, but you can find me at Hermanos on Twitter. Hermanos is brothers in Spanish, and I am davidbrothers.com. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Jennifer Marie or on Instagram as Most Splendid. This podcast is available pretty much anywhere you can listen to them. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Whatever platform you're using, consider leaving us a nice review or rating as it helps more people discover us and increases the chances of one of these ideas being picked up by somebody out there. Thank you. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. Maybe a cut. Do-do. Do-do.